Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Girl Talking Mas. I am so happy you are here with me. This is your host Marisa and joining us is Carla. Carla, thank you so much for joining us on Girl Talking Mas. We are so happy to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. It's such a pleasure. Yes. Okay, you guys. Carla is a health and holistic coach and author of Abuela's Kitchen, and she shares her plant-based meals, her vegan cuisine, all inspired by Latin and Caribbean family recipes, which has me so excited because I think that's like <laughs> the best part of this whole thing. Um, and she shares everything on her Instagram account. You guys can follow her at the Latina Health Coach. But Carla, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and actually reaching out to our page. We were so happy to see your content and hear what you are doing. I think it's absolutely amazing that you are creating this in a, a Latin lifestyle image. Yes, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for allowing me be, to be part of your community and to share my story and hopefully to empower more of the Latina community to either go plant-based or maybe dip their toe dip in the plant-based pool. Yeah. All of the things we're going to talk about during this time together. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I kind of want to tell me about your background and kind of what led you to even start this. Because like I think we were just talking in our pre our in our pre-recording and you know, we grew up on, you know, carne asada and, you know, all the, you know, pollo and everything like, you know, pollo and salsa and, you know, arroz con pollo and everything like that. Like that mm -hmm. just has been our, our meals that we grew up on. It was just, you had a meat, you had this, you had that. What kind of changed your perspective to kind of go down this road? So I have a pretty interesting story, probably not so much the conventional story. Mm -hmm. So I was born into a vegan household. Wow. So my dad, yeah. So my dad has been vegan since 1975 before veganism was, was a thing. A thing. Like we even <laughs> knew what thing. it was. I know. I know. I know. And, you know, there's so many stories and you can read more about it in my book because it's really important for me to share where I came from and how things evolved for me. And, you know, my abuela, my grandmother would say to my dad, Te vas a morir de hambre. like you're going to die of hunger because he had decided to stop eating meat for health reasons. He was obese. He had skin problems. He doesn't didn't feel well and he had a mar martial art instructor that introduced him to veganism and introduced uh -huh. him to this plant-based movement back in the 70s so my dad being you know he has a very strict personality and he just like stuck to his guns and he improved his health and he lost weight and he became more um he had more energy and for him, it was, you know, a wonderful discovery and enlightenment. And, you know, he just stuck to his story. So he marries my mom, conventional Puerto Rican, you know, yes. arroz con habichuela, pollo frito, tostones, yeah. like, you know, like, this is like how we would All the good eat. stuff. And my mom is like, mm, okay, whatever, you know. So I'm born. Um, 
And I am I, I'm born into this vegan lifestyle. Unfortunately, my parents split when I was six. My mom remarried and we moved to Miami. So we moved from Puerto Rico to Miami and my mom goes back to the more conventional way of, of eating and living. Mm -hmm. So then I you know, always had my foot into both worlds. Like I yes. would have tofu nuggets growing up with my dad. And then I would have, sorry, mom, McDonald's yes. and you know, <laughs> Little Caesars pizza and Kentucky exactly. You know, my mom, a working mom, you know, she did the best she could. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of gravitated more towards my dad's way of life. So when I get older, I... I myself start to struggle with body image problems. You know, I was such a yo-yo dieter. I oh, would yeah. be an all or nothing mentality. Like I was either exercising two times a day or I was, you know, eating whatever I wanted. Like there was this, there, there wasn't a balance because I just didn't understand food. Mm -hmm. And that was the key. I had a horrible relationship with food because I didn't understand it. So mm -hmm. As I'm getting older, you know, I'm in college and I, I live in New York City now. I came here to go to school. And, you know, you do what you can. Pizza on the way to school. You don't have money. Mm -hmm. You grab, you know, you grab and go. And I just started to feel differently when I ate differently. And wow. I yeah. remember, right? I remember yes. thinking to myself, like, I need to better understand this. Like, I really want to just, you know, get out of this all or nothing mentality so I enrolled in nutrition school and I wanted to do this for myself. I did it at that moment. I really wasn't sharing it with anyone. I was just learning for myself. And I had so many aha moments, so many moments of, wow, I wish I knew this sooner. Right. Mm -hmm. But everyone's journey is a beautiful journey. And I say this all the time. Like we are where we are because we were meant to go through these processes. Right. Yes. So it's like I was meant to have the more conventional lifestyle with my mom and the, and, and the more, uh, you know, the, I want to say the more advanced for lack of a yes. better term. Yes. You know, because it was very advanced dad. as you were growing up in that time. Yeah. Because yes. yeah, nobody even talking. brought that up or talked about that. It wasn't, I mean, I don't remember hearing about plant-based anything, you know, yes. I mean, eat your, eat your fruits and veggies is about as far as it got right. for me, you know? Right. Exactly. So I think that being able to understand and lived both worlds allowed me to understand it better and make the decision that I felt was better for me rather than not ever having stepped into either world. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. you know, so being able to understand the more conventional mm -hmm. way of life, but also the more holistic approach to eating and living allowed me to make the decision for myself rather than having someone tell me what to do, which is really important because I think now as an adult, as a mother, as a wife, we respond things we respond to things better when we have the experience of feeling them for ourselves yes absolutely yes and that like that makes so much sense because i i feel like i feel like that too because i don't i mean and that's why i'm glad we're talking to you because i just don't know enough to be able to dip my toe in there. But like, right. I, I know that like, there are so many other better options. And that's kind of what I want to get into. You were able to kind of get some very authentic recipes in your book. 
that are, you know, what, what we love, the pasteles, the sancocho, the coquito, you know, the Cuban style picadillo. How were you able to create these authentic, you know, Latin recipes, but still have just in the vegan lifestyle? How was that? Right. So fast forward, I finished school. Yes. I decide I want to be a holistic health coach, but I wanted to do like the vegan movement. And I wanted to do mm -hmm. the vegan health coaching because I feel it and see it and see it in my family. My daughter's eight years old. She has been plant-based oh. her entire life. She's never had any animal protein ever. Wow. And I started working with people one-on-one -on -one and helping them and seeing how powerful this lifestyle was. And one of the most important things for me as a health coach is to not only understand the, the importance of our cultural dishes mm -hmm. as a mm -hmm. way of food is so much more than what we put in our mouth. It's so much yes. more than the cravings we have. It's memories, it's love, it's family, it's connection, Absolutely. it's friendship. And you cannot tell someone they cannot have their abuela's recipes because mm -hmm. they need to lose weight. That's never right. going to work. It's mm -hmm. not sustainable. We are so much more than that. We're so connected emotionally. Yes, so that makes so much sense. I want to ask you, though, as you're working one on one with your um, with your clients, what mm -hmm. were some of the things that changed in that from them changing from a conventional? I would love to hear what are some of the things I mean, I can imagine your skin, things like that, you know, improving. But what were some of the big changes that you did see in people when you were working so with them? The first thing is the amount of energy that you get when you stop animal protein. It's you sleep better, you digest better, you feel better, you think more clearly because you're reducing inflammation. Mm. When you start to reduce inflammation in the body, everything falls in its place naturally. And weight loss is a healthy side effect. It just happens. Wow. Okay. So in working with my clients, I would also, because I understand the process, you know, like we, for a lot of us, we've been eating a certain way for 30, 40, 50 years. And me as a health coach, as their coach, I often tell them, this is a process. Like you are not going to become vegan plant-based overnight because uh -uh. you've never done this before. Like yes. you need to understand textures, flavors, techniques in the kitchen right so i always recommend start slow start Ooh. with two vegan meals a week then maybe you want to go to three or then maybe you want to do one vegan meal a day but this is a process where it's trial and error yes. i love tempeh which is fermented soybean half okay. of my clients do not and i have to work with them in not only helping them to prepare these recipes, but here's the important component. If we know why we're eating the foods that we're eating and what they do to our body, chances of this new pattern of behavior sticking is a lot higher than me just giving you a list of good food and bad food. Mm -hmm. So the process of guiding my clients, holding their hands one-on-one, -on -one, and just going through all the motions, it's what is helping them thrive. And then they tell me, I, I've never slept seven hours so wow. deeply before. My digestive system is amazing. I have so much energy. My skin is clearing up. My hair strong. My nails are, are so strong. And that's because there is so much 
medicine, vitamins, nutrients, protein, folate, fiber in plant in plant foods, mm. right? This is like you're eating multivitamins all the time, all the time. And that's a really important component that I ingrain into the, the women that I work with. And that is everything that is at the end of your fork is information for yourselves. And once you start giving your body this rainbow, right? We call it eat the rainbow. I love that. Yes, I wanted right? to ask you about that, eating the rainbow. Your body thanks you. Why? Mm -hmm. Because your body is designed to work well. Sometimes it's just lacking the tools, mm -hmm. right? So when yes. you give your body these tools, it's amazing how you feel. So given all that, Yes. I do. And this was a COVID project. Let me tell you this. Was oh, wow. I was going to say. So do you remember during COVID when people were making sourdough bread? They were making yes. cocktails. They I was were one of those. Bread and cake. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So my mother said to me, you know, your grandmother had this composition notebook with all of her dessert recipes in it and some of her. And then my aunt said, I have it here. And I said, send it to me. Because if you send it to me, we can veganize these recipes. We can recreate them, right? Mm -hmm. So my aunt FedExes me this composition notebook that's literally falling apart. It's like deteriorating with my grandmother's handwriting. Handwriting. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And we How slowly exciting. start to work through the recipes in the book. It was like the Puerto Rican Julia Child. You know that movie? With yes. Julia Child? <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. So we st slowly start to recreate those recipes. And I have to say, I'm not a chef by any means, but I am a home cook who wants to enjoy delicious food. And that's where the idea was born. And I thought, wait a minute, I want to treat this not only as a, as a cookbook, I want to treat this as a nutrition guide. So every recipe in the book has a little blurb about the star ingredient in the dish as a way of helping to continue Ooh, to educate. I love the that. Yes, that's yes. a great way to present it. Yes. So that's how the book was born. That's how the process of this book came about. And we were very lucky that Simon & Schuster published our book, which is one of the biggest publishers in yes, the country. Congratulations. Worldwide. That's amazing. Thank you. And we are one of the first Latina vegan Puerto Rican. So yes to the Latina movement. And yes, to, you know, so it's been a wonderful experience. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's a little gift. It's a gift, a big gift, you know, gift. that I'm giving to our community, because, you know, unfortunately, yes, we have social media and, mm -hmm. you know, fat diets and crash diets. But really, what we need is to learn about the importance of food. Mm -hmm. But let's do it in a way that connects us to our ancestors and our roots and our cultures so that it's not only delicious, but it's sustainable as well. Yes. Plus all the health benefits of it. Yes, that's 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 what's so, so great about it is all the health benefits. And that's what I'm kind of looking forward to as I'm going to try to create some of these recipes in your book. I can't wait to go get it. I, I wanted to ask, what are some of the ingredients that you kind of switch up that you think that we can start to maybe you know, educate ourselves on, like, I know chickpeas is like a big one and things like that. Like what are, cause, and, and this is going to sound like a, I hope this is not a stupid question, but so we shouldn't, we still need protein, but just not 
the animal protein. So there's still a way that is there still a, is it like being vegan? Are you still having protein intake? Yes. So that's actually not a silly question. Okay. And there is so many misconceptions that, that being vegan meant like you don't eat protein. And I'm like, okay, no. just don't eat meat. Correct. Exactly. You said it perfectly. So every plant has protein in varying amounts. Mm. So one cup of black beans can have 10 grams of protein. Mm. One cup of edamame, right? These are foods that have high protein, um, that, that are high in protein. Now, you can also have sweet potato, but it'll have mm. less protein, which is yes. why it's so important to eat the rainbow because you want to make sure that you're getting adequate amounts of protein throughout your day in order mm. to reach that daily goal of protein. Now, here is the beauty of eating plant-based. When you eat animal protein, you're only consuming protein. You're not consuming fiber. And fiber mm. is what makes our digestive system happy and healthy. That I know, yes. <laughs> yes, so it's like you have the best of both worlds in the more plant-based Wow. right mm -hmm. you're having the fiber the vitamins the minerals and the protein that's a big benefit right? mm -hmm. exactly so what are some of my favorite swaps well you 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 said it the beans the beans are wonderful they're really high in protein and i find and there's one of the, um the recipes in the book that'll teach you how to make the no tuna tuna salad right Which oh my is, gosh a can of mashed chickpeas with, you know, diced red onion. Which and... I love. I love hummus. Like hummus is one of my favorites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can eat chickpeas so, all day. <laughs> exactly. And chickpeas are really great because you can make tahini with them. You can mm -hmm. make hummus with them. It can turn into a no tuna tuna salad um, that you can have on sandwich bread or with crackers or however you used to like to enjoy your tuna salad. Also mushrooms, mushrooms are really diverse and there are different kinds of mushrooms. For example, king oyster mushrooms mm -hmm. are really great to work with because if you separate them using two forks, you get what is the similar consistency to carne mechada or like shredded mm -hmm. meat. And then if you dehydrate them, which is the trick, because many people often say to me, oh, Carl, I don't like the consistency of mushrooms. I understand that. Yes, so that's my problem. Yes. So if you if you put them in the oven, you will it will release the moisture and the consistency won't be a slimy consistency. And then you can use it to recreate dishes like ropa vieja, which mm. is made with with flank steak, but we're using these mushroom shreds in the recipe, yes. right? Something else um, that we did, I used, um, I made arroz con leche sin leche, which, and we have like a fun play on the, on the titles of, yes. of the recipes of the book, because it's supposed to be fun. So, you mm -hmm. know, arroz con leche is Cuban inspired. Mm -hmm. And instead of having cow milk or condensed milk, we're using almond milk and we're using the sweetener, it being maple syrup. Mm. We also have coquito. Yes, and I saw that. Yes, so the coquito recipe, instead of condensed milk, we used a we used soaked cashews. And when you soak the cashews and you put them in the blender, 
and you blend them on high and then you strain them, you mesh strain them, you get that consistency of condensed milk, which is what's going to thicken the coquito without the condensed milk. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's yes. so amazing. Cause I love that. Like, I mean, I guess you just don't think about what you can easily switch out like that and still have it. I saw on your Instagram recently, you shared the air fried like taquitos. And oh, I gotta so know, delicious. how did you make those? <laughs> That's like my number one thing is like, I don't know if I can live without tacos. And tacos are so great, right? Like mm -hmm. we, and this is something else that we talk about in the book is debunking myths. I mean, you know, who doesn't love tortillas that are made exactly. out of corn? Corn has been around since the beginning of time. Exactly. Corn is a health food. It's just when you're processing corn, when you're having it in, processed refined ways that it could become problematic but you know we've demonized or people have demonized corn where tortillas have been the staple of so many dishes since for forever so mm -hmm. yes yeah, so that is a recipe that recipe is not in the book but I do cook every single day or almost every day on my Instagram stories and I teach cooking classes the cooking classes are always packed because wow. they're fun and they're easy we're not we're not here to complicate things and I mm -mm. say this to the community all the time we don't have time for complicated recipes no. these are easy recipes so how do you make the tapitos I make a black bean mash mm. with onion and garlic and either taco seasoning, but you can do adobo and sazon. I also mm -hmm. teach you how to make adobo and sazon in the book so that you don't have to buy the conventional brands out there. You can make it at home. It's budget friendly and it's better for you. Mm. And then all you do is you brush some olive oil and you pop them in the air fryer and they crisp up and they're crunchy and delicious and packed with lots of protein and lots of fiber. What kind of, what kind of tortillas do you use? So I like a brand called Siete Foods. <gasps> yes, I love Siete. I love their. I have their. I have had their chips before. Yeah, we have so we have them here in Texas a, a lot. In Texas. Yes, they're from Austin. This is yes, such a great yes, they're brand. local. Yes, yes, yes. And it's funny because I always tell the community on Instagram. Like I said, I cook every day on my Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like a spokesperson for Siete, but you know what? You got to give credit where credit is due. Yes, they have a and great brand. they have mastered. The art of the tortillas and the sauces and the chip, like they're wonderful and they're made with better quality ingredients. It's wonderful with people with gluten sensitivities mm -hmm. or intolerances or just looking for a healthier approach to things like the tortillas and the taco shell. So you use their, their tortilla, um, corn tortillas? I do. So I use their almond flour tortillas. Almond flour. Okay. That I find them to be really delicious. They also have chia tortillas. They have cassava, which is yuga. Mm -hmm. And these are all alternatives that are grain-free, gluten-free for anybody that, that has an allergy or an intolerance. I don't recommend going eating gluten-free if you don't have to. Okay. And what's you the know? difference between that? What's the difference between being vegan, plant-based, and gluten? Gluten is... Like help us help us understand that. Yes. So that's actually a really great question. So vegan is mostly for ethical reasons. People want to um, not consume or wear anything that is derived from animal. This means okay. wearing leather, um, eating honey, right? Drinking wine mm. because wine is, you know, the, the process of bottling the wine isn't always 
um, vegan. Sometimes they use egg whites. So that is veganism is a more is a very structured check the box kind of thing. And got it. You know, being vegan doesn't necessarily mean healthy, right? Like French mm -hmm. fries are vegan, Oreos are vegan, right? So so that is just that's how I like to explain it. Mm -hmm. Plant based whole food plant based is a is a more holistic approach to reducing or eliminating animal protein and that's uh, that's uh, something else that i talk about all the time um i don't expect my community to be vegan plant-based i just want you to eat more plants right? okay and, mm -hmm. right so it gives you a little bit more of wiggle room what what i promote and what the plant-based whole food plant-based movement is is that most of the foods that you eat are fruits vegetables nuts seeds grains legumes right so the like if, if it comes from the ground we eat it if it comes from a box we try to stay away from it okay gluten free gluten free means that it is not made with anything that has gluten in it. For example, oats have gluten in it, right? Okay. Certain types of breads have gluten in it. And there are a lot of people that are intolerant, sensitive, or mm -hmm. allergic. And those are known as people that have celiac disease. And that is a really serious condition for those who have it. But eliminating gluten just for the sake of, you know, losing weight, gluten is not, eliminating gluten is not going to make you skinny. On the yes. contrary, if you're not allergic and if you're not sensitive, what you're doing is you're killing off the enzymes in your digestive system that are there to break down the gluten. And then after you want to reintroduce gluten, you're going to have digestive issues. Listen, I understand you don't want to make all of your meals bread and pasta and this and that, but everything in moderation. And as long mm -hmm. as it's made with whole ingredients, mm -hmm. it's actually really beneficial for us, right? Because you get that fiber, you get that iron, you get that protein. So eliminating it for the sake of, you know, trying to lose weight will end up, can, can end up hurting us at the end. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much great information. I'm so happy you're sharing all this. <laughs> Tell me what are some of your favorite recipes from the book? Yes. So there are so many favorite recipes from the book. I, I love Lojibaritos is one of my favorite recipes. Mm. And um, the story, you know, people say that this was invented at a restaurant in Chicago. It is um, a sandwich that is traditionally made with bistec, with steak. And mm -hmm. instead of sandwich in between two pieces of bread it's sandwiched in between two pieces of plantain so two enormous tostones like this Ooh. in place of the bread and then we substituted the steak for portobello mushrooms that were marinated in delicious spices like sofrito adobo sazon plus a secret ingredient that Ooh. really takes your mushrooms to the next level and gives them that earthy umami flavor and then you serve it with lettuce, tomato, red onion, and mayo ketchup, which is... Ooh, I love that. I'm sure... I'm yes, familiar. I mean, it's like the best sauce on the planet. It I mean, is. Come on. So good. So good. <laughs> and that is definitely one of my favorites because it's juicy and crunchy on the outside and packed with all these flavors plus mm. nutrient density. Um, arroz con leche sin leche has to be one of my favorites. Um, I want to try have that flan. one. You're gonna Ooh, you have a flan? We have a flan. Yes, we do. We have a flan that is. How do you made make it? Yes. So there's a secret ingredient, but I'm going to let you in on the secret. Ooh. 
So it's agar agar. And agar agar is a powder that is derived from seaweed. And no, it's not going to make your flank taste like seaweed. Okay. But it's a powder <laughs> that when mixed with liquid gives it that gelatinous that gelatinous mm. texture without the egg. So you're not going to bake this flank. You're going to make it on the stovetop and you're going to let it cool at room temperature before putting it in the refrigerator. And you're going to have a delicious, jiggly, and amazing flan that has absolutely oh no gosh, dip in it. It sounds amazing. It is so amazing. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I am so excited that you joined us to share so much of your amazing recipes. I think it's great that you have all of the health benefits and everything else included, especially in your book. Tell everybody where they can like follow you and find your book, because I think this has to be like a must have. Like you said, even if you're just starting out and you want to dip your toe in and start doing like one to two recipes a week, like I think that's where I want to start. Like I want to just start to get, you know, more familiar with with having a, um, you know, a plant based lifestyle. Yes, you can find me at the Latina Health Coach is where I am. Mostly I'm very active on Instagram and I cook every day. Mostly That's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to be tuning in. Dessert. You're going to see me in there. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to be right there with you. <laughs> yeah, we have such a great community. I bet. Um, you know, we are always sharing ideas. It's what we're there for. Mm -hmm. um, bouncing ideas off of each other. Uh, the book is found on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, Walmart, where your favorite books are sold. And I teach cooking classes every single month where we take one recipe and we veganize it. And, you know, it's so much fun, right? Because it's mm -hmm. fun. It's educational. And I make sure that I'm always sharing with the women that join us the importance of this lifestyle, why they're cooking with these ingredients, how to include these recipes throughout the week, all in the way, all with the hopes of just promoting this lifestyle mm -hmm. and encouraging people. And just the really important thing to note here is that I don't ever want our community to feel overwhelmed right. or like they're not familiar with these ingredients. Like I'm there to help you every step of the way. So we are always available. I'm always available. That's to so amazing. Guys. So yes, that's so amazing of you that you are because I think um, I know I'm going to need some help when I'm going through this, you know, because it's a lot of change, like you said, it it's is. a lot of change. It's a lot of us have been set in our ways and, and don't really know how to let go of, like you said, the conventional to sure. to the to the plant based. So I think it's amazing that that you're making yourself so accessible to help your your classes. Are they locally in New York? Or are they virtual? No, so we do virtual classes. Oh, good, yeah. We host them one once a month, um, and then the classes are recorded. So if if the community is not able to join the live session, because you know life happens, mm -hmm. mom life happens, work, right. they're always recorded. We upload them to a cloud that if you are part of the cooking class group, you have access to, access. and you have awesome. lifetime access to them. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's what I want to start yeah. doing. I would love yeah. to join one of your classes. I'll have to get on there with you. Oh my I gosh, would love Carla. to have you. Thank you so much. We are so happy that we got to meet you. We're happy to support your book. Like I said, if you're going to go on any book reading tours or you're going to be anywhere in Texas or LA where, where Ruby is, please reach out to us because we would love to come and support your event and, and help you share it. But we are just so excited to kind of like just 
get this out there and and let people know that you have all these amazing recipes in this book that can be <laughs> I mean it's like mind-blowing because I'm like so like I said when I saw your tacos I was like those are tacos yeah <laughs> like those look delicious and I love they my are air fryer. So like my air fryer is my best friend you yes know? absolutely it's so. such a it's such a time saver it's so wonderful it's easy cleanup I mean everybody needs an air fryer yeah yes for <laughs> sure well thank you again so much for joining us we really really appreciate it Thank you, Marissa, for having me. And thanks to everybody for listening. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Hey, you guys, make sure you are following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we are now on TikTok. You can find us and all of our amazing guests that we share. And we are on the Latina Podcasters Network on Apple. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.